It's Wimbledon, discipline, but yet you find anyone equivalent. Ain't no podcast similar, now you won't find no synonyms. Be produced by Q Smith, sound like it's by Timberland. JBB in charge, EG set the bar. Cool be sipping water tree and Turk gon' lay the law. Jokes may go too far, but that's just who we are. Prolific, so gifted, words that have your soul lifted. So consistent, yet so different. Ain't nobody copy that lane. Carry that torch, heat up the game Ain't nobody got that flame Different, different Man, this intro different Man, this intro ignorant God damn And we're back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen What's good? I know you missed us from our small break After 100 episodes, man You need it because your boy was tired But I know you missed me because I missed y'all I love entertaining y'all And you love putting up with my bullshit Because you don't have a choice So ladies and gentlemen, let me welcome you To episode 101 of the one and only D1 Agent University podcast coming to you semi-live from multiple undisclosed locations. Today, I have my fill-ins because my friends, again, have let me down. I say all the time I need better friends, but these are who I got. So let me introduce you to the man who loves them boys from Duval. Nobody knows why he does, but hey, it makes him different, and that's why we love him, I guess. Lance Skillet Morris, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Duval, do we die? T Law's gonna take Jacksonville to a Super Bowl maybe 20 years from now. But uh how y'all doing? It's been a long time. I miss y'all. Let's get this show started, man. We gonna see. Get rid of Urban Meyer, then we can talk. So our next person is a man who is a train killer. So if you come for me, I'm calling him. And we gonna Deadpool your ass. Um, this next, he also sells houses, kinda, sorta. He makes sure you don't get kicked out of yours. He is another person I regret meeting, but again, I regret meeting most of my friends. He is unfortunately a, a fan of them boys that play in Arlington. We don't have to mention their names. Uh, Jeffrey Montagulian, what's good? Uh, can we start? I, I hate to answer a question with a question, but how does he get Duval and I get? Them boys from Can we not? Duval is like the third worst team in the NFL. Can we not get a little respect as the Cowboys? We're the 10th best team, uh, according to Chris Conwell in the league right now. We're better than one third of the league. Talk to me nicely. And I would agree with you. Y'all are in the top 10 of the league. I would probably put you at eight, seven, somewhere in there. Thank you. Thank you. But as you should know by now, we are an anti-cowboy show. You know this. Yes, sir. This, this, is, this should not be a shock to you. This is what we do here. And the thing is this. When you say anti-cowboy, what you should replace that with is, I am a cowboy's hater. Hater. That's what I, it's different. Y'all are broadcasting in Dallas, Texas. We live in Dallas, Texas. We can't get away from y'all. I mean, Jeff, how do you, how can you call me a hater when 30 seconds ago I just said you're a top 10 team in this league? What's hate? It's just, Where's the hate? Cowboy haters always want to find Cowboy. Cowboy You said it right. Cowboys haters always want to find something to talk about. No. Cowboy fans Anyways, back to my intro. I appreciate y'all for coming, having me come on here and tolerating me. I know I'm a little country backwoods, but that's why you love me. See, and, and you know what? The Cowboy fan, for some reason, y'all think y'all are immune to slander. Oh, a- yeah. after, Just like Pat Mahomes. After y'all lost the game yeah. to the Raiders, y'all were crying. Your team did it. No, you know the rules of sports. You lose, you get slandered. That is the rules. Yeah. I did not make them. I will not change them. Man, pull up, pull up. First of all, we lost that game due to one man. And Coach Third. Kurt Third did him right. His name is Anthony Brown. He tries to be like the other guy, and he's just not. And it's okay. It's okay. We'll find. We'll find better. Um, nah, there's a lot more reasons why y'all lost that game. Uh, one is number four, yeah. but we'll we'll get to that later. Yeah, and I'm not and I'm not shy about admitting it. Dak Prescott, empty calorie king, Dakota Rain Prescott. Hey, look, you can't you can't be paid the way you are. Without producing, because we're about to lose a lot of pieces due to his contract. So 
So he needs to figure it out. And hell, y'all have a COVID outbreak. Yeah, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. We're not we're not here to get into that. Before we really get into the show and get to the nitty-gritty, how's y'all's day going? Y'all all right? I appreciate the mental check-in, you know. You know, during these trialing times, we need a mental health and wellness check. I'm about uh, seven or eight right now. I'm doing well. You still athlete? Hey, you know, we, we here for that. You know, Brandon Marshall, even though he was a Bronco for a long time, I love Brandon Marshall. So he he cool people with me. Wide Out Nation is the best nation. Y'all already know. It's not DB Nation every day, all day. But uh, back to the question at hand, because we all know Jamal talks nothing but dumbness and crap out of his mouth. Uh, you know, I'm probably at, at an eight out of ten, probably even a nine. You know, living life, living good. Good. I would say I don't care, but that's that's not right. That's not a good thing to say. I care a little bit. So we in for a ride, ladies and gentlemen, because a lot of shit has happened in the last four days or so. One of the darkest moments in NFL history is when the Colts of Baltimore up and left like a thief in the night and relocated to Indy, leaving Baltimore without a football team for some time. And then that man, Lincoln Riley, turned around and said, hold my beer. Lincoln Riley is no longer the coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. He has left. He has departed to go to USC. Now, I will speak my piece on this because this is what irks me. This is what grinds my gears. This is why I hate the NCAA and all of their rules. Because don't, as former athletes, you guys, holler at me if I'm wrong here. But the first thing coaches tell you when they get there, you got to buy into the system. You got to be a team guy. You got to do what's best for us to win, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. Mm -hmm. And then Lincoln Riley, the season is not over. They have a very big bowl game coming up. They won't make the playoffs and they won't make the Big 12 championship, but they still have a decent bowl coming up. Um, Maybe a sugar bowl. Uh, a fiesta bowl something like that is coming and he says no nah, i'm good and not only does he leave he takes half of the coaching staff with him oh from tcu no he took half of the staff from OU with him but you know what i'm gonna say jamal sec sec no because let's let's address the issue because the thing is this hold up it's an ncaa wide thing going on because as we see with the previous SMU coach transferring now, going right down the street to Fort Worth to TCU, he's taking him and his entire coaching staff. Coaches are sitting there posting pictures of them flying in a helicopter, literally from down the street in Dallas, all the way to Fort Worth. They're helicoptering on the field, new coaching staff, everything's changing the bio. I think that right now we have a mockery going on in NCAA. At first I was with, I was like, you know what? Coaches should have the liberty to do what they want. But at the same time, I think there's a certain respect that comes with hey. the And I think that right now in sports, everything, and I'm all for the dollar. The dollar moves a, a lot of things, but I feel like the dollar uh, is, is ruining, you know, money can't buy three things. That's love, happiness, character, confidence, and class. And that's that was way more than three things. All, but all, right, right. all right, Fred. All right, Fred. It is. That's it five is. things now. It's love, happiness, and character, but characters arrived by those three C's. Okay? Do you feel me? And right now, one thing that we're lacking is class. Where's the class in this, people? You're, you're absolutely right. And like Jeff said, I'm, I've never been opposed to someone getting paid. Go get your money. But there's a right way and a wrong way to get your money, especially when it involves screwing over 18 to 22 year old, say what they are, kid. Like, stop, stop trying to sugarcoat it. Lincoln Riley ain't want to play with them big boys in the SEC. Just come to terms with it. He ain't, he knew what he was going up to. Oh, he was more than likely going to end up in Alabama's division where they play in Georgia. And you know you're not about to rock in there, walk in there and beat Georgia. Right? You know you're not about to be family. You still so gonna go keep ahead. 
Go ahead, skate while you can. Go to USC where you can get equal talent and you have an easier schedule to propel yourself into a better position. Shoot, it's okay. I, still, I would be scared of SEC. I would too. But we're still, we're still here. Yeah, my whole yeah. life, yeah. I'd be scared too. I, I, you know what? I think, I think let's, because with that, with that being said, let's also, let's also not realize like how much was you said he's scared of the SEC? Yeah, he's terrified of them. Playing them boys day in and day out. When you've been in the easy conference of the Big 12, your, where your best competition is a uh, six and six Texas school. Hold, Come hold on. on, hold on. I know, Lance, we've already been through this. Do we need to talk about the overratedness he's of the scared. SEC again? He's scared. Clearly, oh, you can't argue with me on this one. Lincoln Riley is scared to come to the SEC. He, I think, he don't want to know parts of the big boys. Now, he, he want big boys, you really got to mean it's the SEC is kind of top heavy now. They're not the same SEC of 2010 where you can see a Notre Dame being a number five go against an unranked Ole Miss and get whooped. Okay. It, times have changed. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is ready 10 in the nation. And this is the first time they've been ranked since what? Both? Chad Kelly? And how long was Chad Kelly? Chad Kelly only like four years in the league now. But okay, so, but, but, so, but you but, validate my point. In the 2010 era, the SEC was popping. Now, what I can say is there's three teams, there's only three teams that I would say you don't want to face. That's Alabama. Of okay. course. Now we'll go Georgia. This year, Georgia. Okay. Bottom. And I will put in there Texas AM. Those guys are really slipped out. Miss? Disrespectful. Old Miss this year. Eh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, Ole Miss is rated number 10. Ole, Ole, Miss, Miss is, Ole Miss has been dodging bullets. Name a team that they faced that was competitive. Okay, so Nate, give me another conference that has just as, as many big-time schools that are going to be in the college playoffs as the big, big Big 10, next question. Big 10, who? First off, first Michigan? off, we not we we're not gonna talk Michigan like State? they don't. Are, are we gonna are we gonna really consider Michigan Michigan State a school? Hold on, are we really gonna talk about the committee doesn't ride the dick of the SEC? They make sure two SEC teams get in whether they deserve it or not. And so, Michigan and Michigan State play none nobody until they play Ohio State. And and the rest of hold on. We've been through this again, so I guess we've been through it before. So I guess we got to go through it again. Why do you act like everyone in the SEC is somebody? We gonna act like Bandy isn't there? I, I said, act- give me three teams that are equivalent in any conference. None of those schools are uh, nowhere near Bama, uh, Georgia, and, Ohio- and shoot, hold on, Ohio hold on. State will take. Okay. Hold on. We're, we're not going to act like this is not Georgia's first year where they actually don't look overrated. We're not going to talk like that. last year was looking nice. Now, Jamal. Georgia last year was looking nice. The year before that, it was looking nice. Georgia ain't never been overrated. Georgia is You know when I knew Georgia was constantly overrated? For one, every year, magically, they're top. the Eli Manning of the Payton family. Of the Manning family. He's the Eli of the of the trio, you see how Eli like that's how that's how Georgia gets treated. Georgia yeah. never beats anybody big. They go through the soft part of the SEC and then they end up losing to Bama. J- they chose Jake Fromm over Justin Fields. They're overrated because they lose every big game. They're not a bad team. Don't get me. Don't make me think calling them overrated John, means they're not good. Michigan lost five games last year. In the year before and Michigan. That. And I've already told y'all how much I don't like Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh, whichever one it is. I believe it's John. The point of it no, is, I've Jim. said, Jim, I've said constantly, Michigan will never win anything until Harbaugh is gone. Because what okay. other school, what other school can lose to their, can be one and nine against their arch rival and their coach keep that job? Right. I mean, of course, it's because of his Harbaugh name. But get, who else is in that conference? Look, Penn State is always decent. Oh, my Penn- gosh. Penn State doesn't lose until they play Ohio State. In John and Jim and Jim Harbaugh's defense, I don't know what they've got going on recruiting, but he doesn't have that same pool like he used to when he did with the kids. Ohio State 
is flashier, they're a little bit gaudier, and they sit there and they get the best talent. I've seen oh, year, year in and year out, Ohio State, uh, who else? Ohio State, LSU, Alabama have been the top three schools when it comes down to recruits, year in and year out. So what he's struggling with over there at Michigan is a talent thing, not a coaching thing necessarily. Besides the Brill Peppers, name somebody else who's came from Michigan. That, was, that, was, that was highly touted from high school to college. I'll wait. Donovan Peoples-Jones. Oh, Donovan Peoples-Jones was a, he was a sleeper in high school. He wasn't even projected to do what he did. Um, hold on. Um, I, I'm not sure. I said left tackle. I want to say Harbaugh was the coach for Denard Robinson. No, he yeah, no, 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 no. That was it. Was and Denard Robinson wasn't highly touted either. It was uh, yes, he was. Denard uh, Robinson was definitely uh, a highly touted. The real Peppers was top ten in the nation, a and Denard Robinson was a four star recruit. That's highly touted. Five. That's not, no, no, no. We don't. We don't talk about fours. We talk about fives. We're There's getting off. Of we're getting off track here. The point of it is. The SEC is very top-heavy. In the middle of the pack teams of the SEC are no better than the middle of the pack teams in the Big Ten. Iowa, middle of the pack, solid team. Michigan State, mm -hmm. we all knew Michigan State was going to choke. We all knew that. But who, who depends on Michigan State to win big games? Just like we don't depend on Georgia to win big games. It's, it's, the, it's the same. So, the, nah, if you're trying to make a comparison to Michigan State, to Georgia – you better relax because Michigan State was having a losing record for two years straight. Relax. And they, got a, and they got a new coach that fixed all of that, which college sports does. What I'm saying is the SEC is still top heavy. The, everyone else takes the credit for Bama's dominance. Lincoln Riley is just scared I to, I to play with the Big I was like, Big Ten? This sounds competitive. Michigan State and Ohio State? That's it. Is it? Is this? That's it. Is this he said Penn State. Penn State is equivalent to LSU. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I forgot Penn State. There. That's three people. That's three okay. people. Okay. Three. And and look look at the rest of the SEC. Is Auburn any better than Iowa? Not really. No, not really. No. Is Miss, is Mississippi State? I mean, they're better, but not really. But yeah. I mean, it. it if they played, it would be a close It'll game. Close game. Mm -hmm. No, nobody, nobody would win by more than four points. Maybe. Oh, okay. Are we talking this year or are we talking overall? I think the SEC is too big. The SEC is too big. The, the SEC is big, but from a year in, year out standard, like Kentucky, okay. Kentucky, Kentucky is getting better. Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky proved themselves this year, and you can't They're say getting, Arkansas. They, they, they get they those two schools. They get better. Those two programs are getting better. Yes. South Carolina do it day in and day out. Missouri, Mizzou doesn't do it day in and day out. Arkansas, you can plead the fifth. You can keep talking about them, but they don't do it year in and year out. Okay? Yes. That's what I mean. So, the top, the SEC is top. But, yes, but we Jamal, Jamal, before you put your foot in your mouth, teams that do. Georgia does it year in and year out. Alabama okay. does it year in and year out. Texas A&M, they arise to the occasion when they, they – them and LSU do the same thing. Thank they rise the when they want to. LSU has five hold on. Hold on. This is why we don't argue with LSU fans, because I had to convince one earlier this year that Joe Burrow's not the greatest quarterback in NCAA history. Two, no, he's not. He's not. He had one good year. He's not. I was going to say that. He had the greatest year of yeah, any statistically. Yeah, he, so he had the greatest quarterback. He ever. deserves no. to be on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. No, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, Cam Newton, Tim no. Tebow, Cam Newton's you. not on the list either. Uh, Are you serious, Vince Young? You can't put you can't put someone on year two. He only had one. one. For one, I would I'll put Burrow on the list before Cam because Cam played one year. Thank you. He played one year. And Vince Young wasn't all that. He wasn't all that. He had one good year, too. That's Hold eight. on. Uh, Vince Young won a national championship and a Rose Bowl. Stop that. Okay. That's where I'm going. He, he had two okay. really good. You're forgetting. I'm not comparing their pro careers. We're just looking at college. 
Will Joe Burrow. Are we not going to forget about the all-time greats in, uh, what was the Broncos? Uh, John Elway. Okay, John Elway was one of the best talents to ever be recruited from high school to college to the pros. Yes. And if we're talking Mount Rushmore of college quarterbacks, we just talk about their college career. That's why Matt Matt Leiter deserves to be on the list way before Joe Burrow. I was going to say Matt Leiter. I was going to say I was going to say Carson Palmer. Uh, what's the boy from Bama? Uh, AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh, no. oh, he did. He did the. I can do exactly what he did. Here, Mark Ingram. AJ McCarron got three. He got three oh, rings. AJ McCarron got three rings. Oh, Hold on. Oh, was AJ McCarron? Uh, an MV- was did AJ McCarron win any game MVPs? Did he win any Heisman's? Was he wasn't even nominated? Uh, right? Stop that. Tim okay. Tebow. Uh, I'll give uh, really high. Matt, Matt Leinert deserves to be on that list. Tim Tebow deserves to be on that list. Vince Young is kind of questionable because he only had two. But to be in what the conversation for greatest college quarterback, you usually need at least three years. Didn't Carson have three? Carson took Andrew Luck deserves an honorable mention. I'll give him an honorable mention, but he didn't win a Natty nor Heisman. Okay, then T. Law got it. We can't, you can't, come on. Sometimes we have to consider the team. You got to realize this. Trevor, uh, Trevor, Trevor's up there. Deshaun's up there. They're honorable mentions. Trevor's up there. Boo. Boo. I said Deshaun's up there, but they're not in there. They're not on a Mount Rushmore. He's not. It's, it's an arguable thing. We can argue about that another day because we're forgetting this conversation is mainly about how coaches Lincoln are allowed Riley to being screw, scared. They're allowed to screw over kids and then leave at the drop of a hat. How much time do we have left in this college football season? About a month? Yeah, four weeks? Just about. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me you couldn't hold off on this for a month? Like, you could have signed the contract and told USC, hey, look, I have a responsibility to my boys. I have a responsibility to a program to at least finish out the season. That's not asking a whole lot. And then you're expecting the team that you coached, that you built, that you said to buy into your system, they got to go play a bowl game with all of this and think, wow, so you just go up and leave. But if I were to try that, you, I would be branded the villain. Everything bad would happen, well, but you're just – Allowed to up and do that. I'm so, I, and I don't mean to cut you off here, Jamal, but something we also have to think about, and this is just another conversation to have. Not that I agree or disagree with what you're saying, but let's look at the loyalty of the schools and the programs to the coaches now. Because no one was, no, no one, no school was more loyal to the coach than the uh, TCU was to Gary Payton. You don't find that type of loyalty. Uh, ben Sandusky, uh, Pim and Penn. Penn was with him to the very end until it found out that he got, you know, God forbid, but he raped those poor souls. You see what I mean? The loyalty now, the program loyalty is very thin. Miles, uh, what's his name? Ah, oh, crap. Les Miles. Let's see, see how LSU did him. Okay, now let's look at Jim Hart, uh, Jim, Jimbo Fisher. Well, here, here's the thing about all this. You're, you're right. Coaches don't stay long-term anymore. But let's not forget, Jimbo Fisher at, at Florida State, he decided to step away because he said, my time has come. Yeah, hell, Les, yeah. Les Miles did the same thing. They didn't fire him from LSU. Yeah, they, 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 they away. walked away. Yeah. And um, Gary Patterson at TCU, Gary Patterson built TCU. He's just like Coach K at Duke. He could stay there as long as he wanted to, and he did. They didn't fire him. He chose to step down and say, my time has come. And that's respectable. Now, and now, the, we also had a conversation of did someone tap you like, hey, your time has come, but we're not gonna make it public and you need to do something about it? Or was it my time has come? See, that, that's conversations behind closed doors we'll never know. But he didn't get fired. As far as we know, he didn't they get fired. Mutually, I mean, right. They mutually agreed to part ways. Yeah, like we like it happened with Texas. Mac Brown decided it was his time to go, and he stepped away. Texas was never going to fire him ever because of what he's done. And college kind of has that. But what you have to do is you have to build the program. If Nick Saban wins five games for the next two years, for any other coach, they'd be put on the hot seat. It's Alabama 
ever going to do anything to Nick Saban? No. They're never going to cut. He could go 0-12 for five years straight, and Nick Nick Saban would not budge. He would not lose his second of sleep because his name is Nick Saban, and he's built that right. And also, even though we haven't talked about him much, don't think we forgot about Notre Dame's coach. Notre Dame also. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly broke up with his team via text message because the media broke it to him first. See, this is what I mean. It, it, the season's only a month left. It's nothing to coach your team through the bowl game and just let them know, hey, guys. Because if you – Jeff, what did you talk about at the beginning of the segment? Character and, you know, accountability and things like that. We're not – we're never against you getting money. We're okay. never against you getting money. Well, can I pose this point too? Because this – also on the coaches' end, this is what happens with them. When you got you a highly talented, talented let's say, um, uh, uh, who set up that, that, that game um, for the bowl games? Uh, it wasn't Trevor Lawrence. Uh, was it Etienne that set out for the last bowl game? For no, Etienne, Etienne played. I think it was hurt. No. Okay, anyways, you know where I'm going with this, right? There's been multiple – players that are, you know, hey, I'm about to be a first-round draft pick that says, hey, I no longer want to play. I will sit out this game. You know, people like Mark Ingram, uh, not Mark Ingram, uh, uh, the Bama boy, um, was it Henry? That wow. sat out, he sat out the ball game. It's no, just one no, game. I know what you're talking about. First of all, that was, I think that was when, um, dang, that was when somebody didn't make the big ball game. I think it was either Alabama or LSU. Uh-huh. They didn't make the big bowl game, and they said so he sat out. Yeah. So is it is it, are we going to hold those players to the same criteria of that's no character, or are we praising them because hey, guess what? It was a pointless game. You know, it, it's win if you win, lose if you lose. Like the I, season's over. Like, and the, but that was my main point. I think that college football and football in general. Because we've added in the almighty dollar, we've lost a lot of class in the sport, and it's strictly business. This happened before the money was there. So I mean, it's always been about the money, and I I understand your point and your question. And here is my answer: No, they shouldn't be held at that same level of accountability and be taken to blame, because one, all of these high major coaches from these blue blood programs, they're millionaires before they leave. And they're millionaires after they leave. These players are not millionaires yet. They're they're sitting out to protect their investment. Lincoln Riley could stop coaching right now, and him and his family would be good for the rest of their lives. The players cannot say that. All 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 I'll say is this: in sports, as sports fans, something is a, that's a hard pill to swallow is this. Our sports has moved completely away from it being about the team, about like building care, all the all the fundamentals that was going on, that stuff is gone now. And the reason why is look at the Pro Bowl. Okay? Is the Pro Bowl even worth watching now? No, guys don't care. It, uh, if, it, if you want to watch the Pro Bowl, you might as well turn on a video of some guys just slapping dicks, because that's exactly what's going on. Slap digging around, Jeff. That's exactly what's going on. I, I, I turn on the TV Jamal Adams is tackling mascots. Come on, man. So the the way the way I see things is personally, I would not sit out of those games, mainly because this these are my boys. These are who I've gone to battle with for four to five years. So I'm not going to let them down because that's the kind of person that I am. But for anyone who doesn't, I'm not going to be mad at them because I understand what's at stake. Because look. Most of us have never nor will ever see a multi-million dollar job. They have it right in front of them at 21, 20, 22 years old. I'm not going to make them turn that down. I'm not going to I'm not going to be mad at them for not wanting to risk that. I will live with it. I may not I may not like it, but I understand. Now, my thing is this, so it in that same scenario, right? You know these coaches contracts are going, you know, 10 mil 150, I'm sorry, 10 mil, 10 year, 100 and 
1520. I know Lincoln just resigned. Oh, no, nah, he's not a good example because he just resigned his contract. Yeah, I mean, no, he, he's messed up. No, nah, I, I agree. But I just say, hey, there is that opposite side where the coach is like, man, our athletes do it all the time. Like, shoot, if they going on to the NFL draft and they don't want to play in the last bowl game, you'll hear it all the time. But, but that's the that's the that's the thing. Those athletes, if they do that, that they don't have a choice of when the timing comes. He had a choice. He could have easily told USC, hey, I will sign the contract, I will do all the paperwork, and I'm good. But let's keep this under wraps because I have a responsibility to children. I have a responsibility to people younger than me who are who I'm in charge of, I'm responsible for. The players are not responsible for their for their coach. They're not responsible for the program. They are a part of the program, but they're not responsible for it. But what if a team loses because that player sits up, though? So now it's the coach. Oh, wow, you suck as a coach because you lost in this game because you didn't have your star player. And you know what? If that coach that coach will have another job eventually, that player may not have another chance. That coach is already a millionaire. The coach has already made his money. The player hasn't. The, the player deserves the right to make his money, especially at his young age. And most coaches are real adults. We say that because we're all we're all in our mid-20s, but do we consider ourselves real adults yet? I agree. I agree with you on that one. No. Like, uh, coach, especially head coaches, they be in their 60s. 50s, 60s. They, they, 50s they're, is early. They're established. They've made their money. At 20, 21, you're a broke college kid by normal standards. So, yeah, go get your money. The point of it is, Lincoln Riley is a snake, Kevin Durant is a snake, and the whole state of Oklahoma need to call pest control because they have a snake problem. But that's none of my business because I don't give a damn about that state. So, moving on to a slightly lighter topic because I know y'all are just dying to get into this. We all know Jamal does not like remakes. I hate them. Remakes, reboots, I think they're lazy as an excuse. But I do have to pose this question. If you could remake a movie or show, what would it be? I'm going to go first. Show Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I want real life Ed, Ed, and Eddie. A full-fledged seasons. You, 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 play, you playing a dangerous game there. You're playing a well, dangerous why? game there. All they wanted was a, a jawbreaker. All they wanted was a little hustle, just get a little down, you know, to get a little quarter so they can go get them a jawbreaker on the, on the block at the gas station. See, it's And it's people like you. You're the reason reboots exist, because you're lazy. You want to take classics that don't need to be touched and screw up everyone's memory of it. And then it didn't end right. It didn't end correctly. So, you know, you got to make an appropriate start to finish again and make it end on a high note. But that's the thing, though. When it comes to classic shows like that, are you going to get all the voice actors back? Is is the animation style going to change? Do you need to keep it the same? Are you going to make it? Animation style has to change. Uh, voice actors, I, I would try to get the same. But at the same time, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't roll over in my grave if they changed the voiceovers. See, but that that's a huge thing, because if you've ever watched, you ever seen like a low budget straight to DVD sequel and yeah. then like two of the three main characters don't sound nothing like they used to. You're like, mm -hmm. Bro, I, I don't want to watch this no more. I mean, it, it's kind of like uh, Teen Titans, Teen Titans Go. That That's literally a reboot. As a matter of fact, it doesn't they exist. Even... I don't know what you're talking about. So, hey, Teen Titans Go is a top tier show. And their voice, their voiceovers are completely different. It is not a top tier show. I don't know who told you that bullshit. It is for Teen Titans Go is just, is just for a different demographic. And you know what? It's not a bad show but I don't like that it's named Teen Titans. Like, if you're going to keep the name, then the, show, the tone of the show should be the same. And they literally said, hold my beer because we're not going to do anything the same. 
Like, yep. if you're not going to do anything the same, change the name. Exactly. I, I don't know what you're going to call it, but change the name. Jeff, get off your phone. Tell, tell, tell me what you were remaking. No, no, no. I was just waiting for my time to come. But uh, you know me, I, I feel like, you know, everybody <laughs> wants to be in the mob. So why do we not bring back the good movies like The Godfather? Now, I know that's a It's a very tall task to do. But if you do it successfully, bro, The Godfather was made uh, in the 1980s, 1970s? 70s, 80s, somewhere around there. Yeah, <clears throat> like, no, nah, it was, bro, it was the 70s. That's the crazy part about it. 1970s. Imagine a remake of that movie. But yeah, actors, I'll say this, actors ain't acting like they used to. Because you can't... That's, you that's can't. a tall order, though. Yeah. that That's the thing. If you remake a movie like The Godfather, no one is going to say, eh, the movie was all right. It was, it was solid. They're either going to say it was amazing or it was trash. Hey, there's been a lot of Star Wars movies. 72. Amazing, and that's been trash. So Star Wars with Frank Lucas... We can do it. We can do it with um. We can do it with the Godfather. No, no. The, nah. This new age of Star Wars is very disrespectful. It hey, is look, a complete. It is completely Disney written now versus Frank Lucas, who was, uh, what do you call it? Non um, dog. What it, it left my head. Um, come back to me. I, I forgot when it when it pops back in. It starts with a C. Canon, there it is. It's non-canon, and now it's canon. Je- Jeff, I-, I feel what you're trying to say, but the difference between like Star Wars and The Godfather is star- the Star Wars brand makes money regardless if there's a movie or not, because there's merch to sell, there's books, there's other stuff. The Godfather is just the movies. That's where the money comes from. But you, you, you got a tall order there. I don't. I don't know. And if you do it, and if you do it right, you could come out with a Netflix series. Woo! Don't now. Nah, would you not watch the Godfather Netflix series? I mean, no, not, no, no. Stop making. Stop letting Netflix get your good ideas because they ruin them. They mm-hmm. they make them as low budget as possible, and that's that's the bad thing about Netflix is we know they have the money, and we see the shows that they choose to give a budget. And we see the shows who they choose not to give a budget. And it's blatantly obvious. Oh, yeah. It, it's a big time difference. Like, you know, when they when they tried to make a show good, opposed to we're like, eh, we're we going to see. All right. Yeah, we're we going to try it out. Like, think about uh, what was Man, it? Was upside bad. Down. What, was, what was the Upside Down uh, uh, show? Not the great beyond. What's the upside down with the uh, Gorgamongers, Gorgamesh, Gorgamesh, um, uh, with the little kids? I have no idea what this man is talking about. Um, people listening know what I'm talking about. Uh, it, it's with the little kids and they go to the upside down. The first season was not, the first season was. Good. Oh, was oh really you're good. talking about uh, Stranger Things? Stranger Things. There it is. There it is. The first season was like, mm, okay. But then you saw Netflix put a lot of money behind yeah. that second season. You can, you can see the quality jump and change between the first and second season. You're like, yeah, they know this is yeah. a hit now, so they're going to try to keep it a hit. Right. And I don't know if you can run that risk with The Godfather. Y'all, y'all ready to hear what I want to remake? Okay. What you want to remake? Sure. And be- BET will never forgive me. If you said 106 apart, I'm going to hang this phone up. No, we already tried that. All right. We're going to cool. remake Soul Plane. Nah. I can, I can get with it. I can get with it. Soul Plane look, would be a good Soul, remake. Soul Plane is one of those movies that's so bad that it's good. Right. Mm-hmm. But Soul Plane had the potential to be, be great. great. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart is more experienced now. He's lived some life. He can be better. He'll sell. Snoop Dogg is still Snoop Dogg, so he cool. And we have just brand new black stars to put in there. R.I.P. to Pops. 
RIP to John Witherspoon and Pops. We can find we can find someone who's similar to that. Uh, we, uh, Henderson, we can we throw need, uh, what's the name? Monique is still here. Monique. We can mm-hmm. we can we can do Soul Plane like it should have been done. Now you got a good one right there, Jamal. I ain't gonna lie. Soul, I, I, Soul Plane. Now you know what's crazy. I remember Soul Plane being that raunchy movie that you watch, and it's like, ooh, now it can be even raunchier. Because today, to today's standards, boy, that ain't nothing. It's nothing. Exactly. And we can keep and it, we can keep it black. We can keep it modern. And we can we can do some things. Soul Plane was one of those movies where I, it's kind of like the purge for me. It was a great concept and a great idea, just executed the wrong way. Yeah, and Sophia mm. still alive, put her in there. Uh-huh. That's we can yeah. we can add some new modern stars. Um I don't Who's know. Who's that boy? I used to call him uh I used to call him Slick. He used to look like Andre 3000. Uh uh Met the Man is still a great actor. He's kind of slept on, but Met the Man is still a good actor. Yes. Is that who it is? Method is Man is definitely of? getting Method Man, I think that's <clears throat> what I'm thinking of. We're gonna have to leave DL Hughley out. DL Hughley's probably not gonna make it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Method Man. <clears throat> but that also goes into my theory that all rappers can act. I, I've yet I, I can agree. I've I mean, yet to be proven. good actors through, through, the, through the nouns and verbs. That's for sure. Hey, look, I've yet to I've yet to see an actor be in a role where he did not act his ass off. Mm-hmm. Three, three stacks, Luda, even T.I., they can all act. It's crazy, but you're, right. but you're right. Tyrese, yeah, you got a good point. Right originally an actor. <laughs> exactly. Who? And even, even though the sample size is small, and he basically played himself, Eminem did a good job in 8 Mile. He did an excellent job. Now, now I don't know what other role he could play, but he, he's one for one right now. And as of now, one for one is still 100%. But you know who really can't act? Who? Master P. And and I love all his ghetto productions, but bro, don't be acting. That be no fifty. Fifty can act too. Good God. Yeah, fifty can act. Well, that's the thing. Master P acts like he knows his his stuff is low budget because it is. Yeah, and he does accordingly. He doesn't act good at all. So, but you know what? I, I count that as being good because he's not acting above his pay grade. <laughs> you said you like said, y'all, I don't know if anyone remembers or knows this movie. Does anyone know Uncle P? Uncle P. Yeah. He was not he was literally just being himself. His you family. Know what? Now that I think about that, yeah. But all his stuff was low budget, so he was just acting accordingly. And you know what? I give him points for that. I give him points for that. He so, really did. He really just acted like himself at home. I mean, his family was starring in it. His daughter was in it. Romeo was in it. it Romeo, Romeo was in it. Everybody, yeah. It was basically the Romeo show, just low budget. They did come out with the TV series. <laughs> the Romeo show, yeah? Yeah, and the Romeo show... I'm sorry, Master P was not doing it for me. Bro was just in there. He was just in there being a nigga. Can he was, but, but Romeo can actually act. Yeah, Romeo can act. Bow Wow can act. They had their beef back in the day. So I've yet to I've yet to see a rapper that can act. Amari Amari's not that good of an actor, but he made the cut. Amarion's also technically not a rapper. Singers are not in this category. Yeah, because Chris Brown, I don't know. I don't oh. know. He's shaky. He's shaky. He's shaky. Not Man. bad. Bro. Not bad. I don't, I don't know, bro. Take it's a reason it, he got killed it. in that in uh what was it? Oh, oh Beyonce and Taken was good. Beyonce can't act. Beyonce but in a can't best, act. 
But in Obsess, yeah. Now, that's now, what I'm saying. Obsess, I said take you. Now, let's think about Obsess. Did did Beyonce do a good job, or did we just want to see her beat the shit out of a white girl? Ooh, she didn't do a good nah, job. she did a good job. She did a good job. Nah, bro. After what I witnessed in The Lion King, I was like, dog, this is the worst. She sounded like she going to break out in the song the whole time. No. Beyonce should not. She's out of She's not even 50-50. Because Obsess, she, 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 she can't act. Dream Girls was the Dream Girls, and when she played Girls, and all hold the, on. Well, if no, she does, if she does more singing than actual lines, it does not count. Oh, brother, you can't do that. Like, like man, Foxy. Joyful that Noise. I love Joyful Noise, but she did more singing than acting. Okay, Foxy and uh, Austin. Jennifer Hudson at. Now that girl, she did a good job. Was it just was it more like, like Jennifer Hudson out of all of them? Like I feel like she could have got another role. Jennifer you, Hudson. You, you look like you like Jennifer Hudson out of the Dream Girls, didn't you? Hey, you know what? Don't do that. Regardless, we I gotta move on. Yeah, we have to move on definitely after Jeff <laughs> break out in the song. So y'all. We're going to get into something that's a little confusing, but for some reason, it's making sense this year. So this year in the NFL, there's a lot of good teams. Of course, you have your Cardinals, your usuals, the Cardinals, Packers, and your Cowboys are pretty good. The Ravens, the Titans are decent. The Chiefs are looking like they're turning it around. But is it weird to anyone that no team is really heads above anyone else this year? For me, yes, it is a little weird. But at the same time, it is a clear coke cut, right? You can see the difference between the Broncos and the Titans, right? It's a, it's a, it's a gap, but that gap is so massive now. Whoa, whoa. Are you talking the Titans pre Derrick Henry's injury? Pre Derrick Henry, pre pre Derrick Henry, post. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna give it to the Broncos. The, the, the Titans have showed me. Hey, look, what's what's going on with your boy Ryan Tannehill, Lance? Tannehill don't have no run game. Let's speak on it, bro. No, no run game, and Julio and AJ are hurt. Yeah, so respect that man. Hush your mouth, man. But the point is, when you look at the top, the top team, look, let's look at the NFC. The top teams are congested. Yeah, I can agree. The the top teams of the NFC, the Cardinals, Cowboys, Packers, basically. Are the Cardinals that much better than the Packers? Not really. They're better, I'll say, but not by a lot. The Cowboys, I think, have a slight edge over the Packers, but not by a lot. No, I don't think they do. Nah, I think it's opposite. When healthy, fully, fully, fully healthy, fully healthy, they got more name brand people, but no. But that's the thing. E- even like we both said, it can go either way, but whichever way you do, whichever way you think, do you think the Packers are more than a touchdown better than the Cowboys? Nah. No. Maybe go to, go to the AFC. The Chiefs have had their ups and downs this year. So the top teams in the AFC. The Bills, the Bills do not look great right now. The uh, Titans, uh, they don't look great. but and we don't have to fight. Always in overtime, every game they they went into overtime like four times this season. And then yeah, the I mean, right, and then the Ravens, even when they went toe to toe, the Bills are not they they're not that much better than the Ravens. They were better that day, but they're they are not that much better. The Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs, but even then, they're not – they're at the top of their division, but the rest of the division looks like they can still dethrone them with the six weeks left in the season. Right. Um, well, I think – like I said, I think it's just a top-heavy gap. It's like the top of the top of the teams, like the top of the market has expanded from – you know, we used to talk about the top five teams. I don't think you can have a conversation unless you start saying the top 12, top 13 teams. I mean, as of now, I would I would give you 10. Because like, like you said, there's not, there's not a huge gap between the top 10. There's always going to be a huge gap between like 
the 10th best team and the 16th best team. That That's a huge gap. And there's a big gap from the 16th best team to like the 25th best. 25th, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like for some reason this year, if we were to say who is your Super Bowl favorite, nobody would instantly come up with an answer. I mean, I'm like, thinking about my Super Bowl pick, but I think it's a rematch. But I also agree. It, it's very tough and very dicey because if you ask me, I would be like, oh, the Titans pre-Derrick Henry could get in there. But then now it's like, mm, Titans falling off, but the Colts are getting high. So it's like, mm, what the world is going on, right? The Bills are the Bills. I, I never expected the Bills to be great. I thought this would be their one and only opportunity to finally win their division. But you know who's surprising me? And and I'm, I'm sticking with you on this one, Jamal. The Patriots, for some odd reason, Bill Belichick got his defense playing A1. But I never thought that they would be A1 this fast. Yes, but when you look at the Patriots, do you think they're that much better than the Ravens? No. If you and if you think the other way, are the Ravens heads above the Patriots? Also, can injuries can the Bengals not beat no. the Patriots? And that's the not Bengals... a knock on the Patriots. I just don't think they're that much better. And yeah. then, as of now, do I think the Chiefs are better than the Patriots? Yeah. Is it by a lot? No. I, I think so. I think it's like a two touchdown for them. For me, if I was to put the Patriots and the Chiefs, I think it's about a touchdown, touchdown and a half, too. I don't know. Regular season, maybe, but come playoff time, I think that definitely yeah, that, that might and that might be different because Bill is different in the playoffs. And and going back to the NFC, when you talk about your books, uh, the Rams are the best team in football on paper. But that's why you still got to play the game. Because on paper, the Rams should be heads above the rest of the NFL. They're not. Which they started off, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they're not. The the Rams, depending on the week, the Rams may not be the best team in California. They may not be the best team in their city, just depending on the week. And the 49ers are making a comeback. The 49ers are getting hot, too. So so that's just, there's so much parody in the NFL. And yes, I love it because it's telling me every Sunday, any given Sunday, no pun intended, anything can happen. Mm -hmm. I wasn't Ah. expecting the Cowboys to lose to the Raiders. I wanted them to beat the Raiders, but of course the Cowboys want to screw me over. But Talent-wise, the Raiders have no business on the field with the Cowboys. But somehow they pulled it off. Especially once they lost there and Waller. Yeah. Especially after losing Waller. So it, we're not even mentioning Ruggs. Yeah. Ooh. It we, is we a are, lot of top-heavy. A lot of people is up at, at the top now. It, it, and it's congested at the top. The difference between the number one team is, hell, none of us can – None of us would ever agree on who's the number one team. And two, the difference between number one and like number five and six is minuscule. I don't think it's a touch. I don't think it's a touchdown. It might be like five and a half points. Like if we were to say the number one team, we'll say the number one team is the Cardinals and the number six team, uh, Packers, maybe. I don't think the Cardinals are, are a full touchdown better than the Packers. I don't. I, I got the Packers raising a little higher. Um, I think my six, I'll probably go Cardinals and Bills. The Bills? I don't think the Bills are that much better. Than, I don't think the Cardinals are that much better than the Bills. I think it's the Cardinals, Packers, Bucks. And then after that, it gets very well in the NFC, or are you talking about overall? I was talking overall. Okay. So you got to go the Cardinals, the Packers, yeah, then the Bucks. And then you can go, you can get dicey and say the Ravens. Then, mm, dang, the Patriots, the Chiefs. You forget the Rams, the Chiefs, the Bills. Oh, okay. The Rams. 
And then you go to Bills, then you go to Cowboys. And then you can say, the, ooh, dang. It's, yeah, it's very dicey. Maybe you can say the Titans before the Cowboys, but even so, I think we would beat the, I think we would beat the brakes off the Titans. But, and, but that's pre, that's post uh, two dramatic injuries. So, yeah. and even of all the, I think, seven, eight teams you named, I don't think any of them are more than a touchdown better. Maybe seven and a half, but I would of all the teams you named on their best days, I don't think any of them would blow each other out. The league is up for grab, and now it's a, not a league of who's the best, it's who's the healthy best. And that's and that's it. If your team can remain uh healthy, then you're good. God forbid some COVID ridden like us. Hey, you know. The law of the land of the of football, well, of sports in general, anybody can be anybody. One time, let's give a round of applause for the for the Raiders because they're doing it, and they're doing it without Henry Ruggs and a and a lot of couple and a couple other pieces. The Raiders are a very the competitive team. Hey, the Raiders are doing what a lot of teams the teams struggle to do. They they win when it gets ugly. A That's lot of teams. They went ugly. My my team is one of them. They can't handle it when it gets ugly, and a lot of teams can't. And that's something to be very proud of. But yeah, but you shouldn't always be in ugly situations. That's why they. Huh. You shouldn't. But that's, are the best ugliest winner in the in the league. I'll take the fourth. I'll take the Ravens in the fourth quarter versus any team. Yes. That the one thing about the Ravens, because of all their injuries, they know they're going, they're going to have to grit and grind for every win. They know. And they play like it. So yeah, fourth quarter, if it's fourth quarter and I'm down seven to ten points, there's no team that's I think is better than the Ravens. And who knew a running quarterback could be clutch? Who knew? No, we knew he was clutch once he came back from having the runs. On that fourth down, yeah, that's what right. we did against the Bears. <laughs> he was talking about he was cramping, but he really had to go take a number two. That, that, that's neither here nor there at the point. So, ladies and gentlemen, the whole point of this segment is to say that the door to the NFL is wide open. Here's a reason why I said it like that, because we're going into the next segment of did you leave the door open? Y'all know what I'm here to talk about. That bad man with the mic in his hand, all five foot five of him. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack's album of An Evening with Silk Sonic has finally come out after its long anticipation of us listening to seven different versions of Leave the Door Open. The album has come out. I have listened to it. It's no secret that I'm a big Bruno Mars fan because that man is just talented and likes his music. But this album... Even though it is only nine tracks long, every track is a banger. It was a great album. It, it, it is definitely up for album of the year. All right. So w- which one would you go? Fly As Me or Smoking Out the Window? I ain't is- going to lie. Smoking Out the Window is a little, it, it's especially <coughs> on TikTok. See, I think Smoking Out the Window is a better radio hit. Like, Smoking Out the Window should have been the single instead of Skate. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I got to give it to Fly. Because Fly, it just shows both the best of Pac and Bruno. And it lets Pac do his little singing and rapping thing. Mm-hmm. So I just got to go with Fly. Fly, it's got to be the best song now. It's got to be. I think Smoking Out the Window got to be. Just because it's just so smooth. We we all know what everyone's favorite part of smoking out the window is. Yeah, of course. This bitch got me paying the rent. Yeah, absolutely. This bitch got me paying the rent. Yeah. Diamonds on my wrist. Yeah. And here I am. Hey. Bro, it's just, it's so relatable. Because we've all been in that moment. We haven't all bought Tiffany's and stuff. But we've all bought a girl, you know, maybe bought her a McDouble or you bought her, uh, I don't know, a, a hoodie or, or a shirt. 
Um, I didn't pay the rent. <laughs> you big baller. You done paid rent? Nah, let's not talk about that, guys. That's the old me. You you big baller. Hey, hey, Jeff, you know, the first of the month is coming up. Uh, the first of the month is tomorrow morning. <laughs> so what's up? You Maybe. get me, don't you send me something? I'm still you in make, brother. I'm still in league. <laughs> you make more money than me. Stop, Jamal. You know you rich. Who I want to know where, where that money came from because I, I want to be rich. You in Houston. You gotta be rich to be in Houston. Houston hey, is Nessus. Hey, look, like a like the uh, like another Bruno song that is not on this album, but still a banger. I wanna be a billionaire. So fucking bad. And I ain't there. But when you do, yeah. I'll dance at your wedding. Whatever. The point of, of the whole segment is this is a fire album, but I am upset. It's only nine tracks long, and they released three singles. So I already knew a third of the album. Like, damn. What was why did I have to wait a year for this? I, it was well worth a year. I ain't gonna lie to you. It was well worth it. It was. It, it, it was. I'm not gonna deny it. You know, we were smoking out the window. We left the door open. Oh, he, oh, he has nothing to say to that slander. All right, I'm, I couldn't, I couldn't hear you. Say it one more time. Oh, it's your pros. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, oh. I, I couldn't hear you. So what I said was, it was a great album. It had us smoking out the window because we left the door open, and I've seen landscape. It's not a pretty sight. Uh, oh boy, hey, always I, I might, I might, I might, I might not be able to go back. I can do some tricks on skates now. Lance is near professional skater. Ask about him. I can, I can skate now. I, I can get down with the, with the, uh, the cascade folks. I can, I can do all those moves. I just I mean, can't go backwards. We want to see DJ at the Redbird skating ring. Uh, boy, I ain't going to the Redbird. Red uh, I ain't going to the Redbird. Jeff, who taught you what Redbird was? Your boy did. Why? He don't need to know about Redbird. Hey, Redbird. Redbird Mall, boy. Y'all know about that, boy. That's that's why you stay. That's why you stayed in Tyler, Texas. You you need to know about Redbird. What do you mean, bro? Right there in Duncanville, Redbird Skateland. What's up? I'm throwing up triple D. You done. Yeah, you Tyler, you Tyler ass nigga. Yeah. This is why we don't. That's why we don't give East Texas Negroes first nice of all, things. First of all, I'm from K Town, baby, in Germany, and you better not disrespect my hood. Y'all got ghetto from us. Y'all didn't know what hoods was until we showed you. That's not a good. Thing. That's a that's a whole different clap, kind of ghetto. Clap, clap, that we, that's a whole different kind of ghetto. I didn't know we were taking definitions literally out here. I didn't know we were taking them that literally. <laughs> and really, you you want to talk Germany to the man that wears German clothes every day? That's what we're doing. Hmm. You wear German clothes. Where do you think Adidas is from? Adidas. What? Let's say that again. Adidas. He added three different D's. I don't know where the hell he got that. That's from. what my uncle. That's what my uncle always told me. He said one day this old man came over. Yeah. He said he was looking fly. He said, "Hey man, where you get the Madonna D's from?" Hey, look, and that's and that's Pine Bluff, Arkansas, for you folks. Yeah, that's, that's Pine, Pine Bluff. <laughs> that's definitely Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Madonna so, D's, boy. So no, Jeff. I, I I'm I'm very Welsh in Germany, but just because you were born there, don't make you from there. Okay. Because you were, how long were you there? Two months? Nah, until the age of four. Nah, you didn't grow up there. You learned how to walk there. Okay. You learned, 
you learn how to eat solid food. You ain't grow up there. Okay. Well, what you where you want me to be from? The longest the longest place we were stationed was Louisiana. Look, Jeff, you're not from anywhere. We done been over that. Hey, how you gonna tell me about my life? I can claim I can claim three hoods and they'll all come and pull up on you. I'm really about that business. Big step. First of all, no one in Germany is gonna pull up on me from across the planet. That's number one. Hey, um, look, hey, look Steph Curry shooting behind the logo. Why can't they pull up on you from across the planet? <laughs> Y'all see what I mean when I say I need new friends? This is what we're. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only D1 Enid University podcast. We have to end the show right here because I'm not dealing with Jeff's bullshit. You don't get final thoughts for that. Lance, final thoughts to the people. Hey, man, y'all already know how it goes. Duval till we die. Shout out to Luzado Salon Noops, per usual. Follow me on IG, Twitter, at L Morris, L-M-O-R-R-I-S underscore A. Boy. Are you gonna throw? Are we gonna do a shameless plug of vegan hippie soul? No. Oh, Not this time. sorry, sorry, baby. Uh, shout out to vegan hippie soul. Um, I wasn't thinking, you know. Nah, if you nah, try to go late. vegan, if you try to go vegan, you know, you're trying to hit a cookbook or something. Let me know. I got, the, I got the plug for you. I'm snitching. You ain't even think about her. So, thank you for listening to the D1 Ignite University podcast. We look forward to coming to you semi-live from multiple undisclosed locations that are not my closet, if that is what you're thinking. So besides the point, we have some great things coming up for you, especially this holiday season. Keep looking at all of our social media because we got something big coming, real big. So like I love to say at the end of every episode, keep learning, keep living, keep loving. We out. <laughs> the University.